like in the beginning, like I said, me and my cousin, we always wanted to be in business together. We always wanted to do something together growing up. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we've we built cars together, everything. Like, we were just moving in unison all our lives, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, man, if we're going to do this, we got we got to make sure we do it right. Because we've had family members that went into business and things didn't go good. So, we like, man, if we're going to do this, we took the lessons and mistakes that other family members made yeah. and said, man... We seen them do this. We not going that route. Right, right. It's gonna be business. Business is business. Family is family. We, mm-hmm. just, we cause we know how to separate the two. Yeah. So welcome to the dreams by any means motivation station. I'm your host Ed Doxon. Today I got a very special guest. Um, as always here on the platform. But today I have somebody who is um similar to other guests that have been on the show. That is like a brother. Um, we've known each other since high school, and then we ended up attending college together, and we ended up uh, building a deeper friendship post college. Um, so today I'm talking about Mr. Dominic Daly. Yes, uh, indeed. Just cool and Damo. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, we got a lot, you know, to dive in today. I think he's definitely somebody that represents um, any means, yes, uh, represent what the course. brand is, networking, <laughs> um, entrepreneur mindset, um, college graduate. You know, the list goes on. So um, I'll open it up and let you go ahead and, you know, tell the people a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and things like that. Okay, okay. Appreciate it. So my, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> my name is uh, Dominic Daly um, from D- uh, Washington D.C. Riggs Park. Um, I went to McKinley Tech with Ed. We've known each other for what, 10, 10 plus years or so. Uh, been locked in. So my company name, my company is called The Herald Clothing. Uh, I'm the co-owner and also the co-founder with my cousin Kalani Daly. It's a family-based, uh, a family business. Um, and so yeah, so basically. Hey, keep it going, y'all. This is funny. This so look, y'all can see that's this is our relationship. We really nah, right. so that's why he laughing at me and goofy. But nah, man, uh, you know, from DC, and you already brought up uh, what I definitely wanted to uh, touch on today mm-hmm. is Lahara. As y'all can see here with the background, the shirt, yes, pants I actually got on is Lahara. Um, and you know, clothing line based out of the DC area. Um, first thing first is, man, I've had different pieces from. Shorts, pants, shirts, you name it. And, you know, people come up and they always say, you know, what does Lahara mean? <laughs> and I always joke about it and text him. So um, that's how we could start this combo mm-hmm. and get into the COVID. I just tell people what Lahara is, what it means, and, you know, how you got to start with it. Okay, cool. So uh, so first we'll start off with the, with the name. So Hera, she was the Greek goddess of family. Uh, so that's something that me and my cousin, we represent as well. We represent families, a family-owned business. So when we was thinking about the name, we had different names on the list, but Hera was the one that, you know, we was like, eh, all right, we could probably do something with this. So as we started digging a little bit more, we figured out that Hera symbolized, uh, her symbols were the peacock feather and also the lotus. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you dig a little deeper, the lotus, it represents harmony. Okay. And then the peacock feather, it represents royalty, vision, and protection. So we're like, okay. We could we could run with these characteristics right here because this is something that we both believe in as well. Right. And so we was like, okay, cool. We got the name, we got the meaning. So Hera we was like, ah, uh, it don't really sound sound that good rolling off the tongue. So we was yeah. like, okay, what else could we add to the beginning or to the end? So we was like, all right, La. So then we came up with La Hera, and so now that's what that's what the company is named. We started the company in 2017 but we didn't do our first release until 2018 we had to make sure everything was you know was was done right because we ain't never done this before never had a, a company before we always aspired to have a business together but never like jumped it but all. never yeah never jumped into it so we was like all right you know so yeah it took a year for us to get off the ground 
we got off the ground and we been running ever since. Yeah, yeah. And some you just said, you know, you said y'all had matching beliefs when you looked up. Mm-hmm. What was the meaning behind that? So, talk about how you know beliefs and morals. Like, how does that shape your your business and your your like mindset as an entrepreneur? Because I'm saying that to say it's mm-hmm. like. You know, anybody can start a business, but mm-hmm. they can start a business doing different stuff. Mm-hmm. And based on their beliefs and morals, it's going to affect how their business operates. So right. talk about how your personal beliefs and morals impacts, you know, yourself as a hair as a CEO. Okay, cool. So so me, basically, if anybody anybody that know me, they know that, that I'm big on, like, friendship. I'm big on family, love. And so, and anybody know me, like, if you know, anytime you need anything, you can always call me, like... That just that's just how I am. That's just how I moved. That's how I was raised. How I was brought up. I was brought up around some great people that was able to give me this good advice on how I should live as a man. And so, and it, it, it just all just all ties in. Cause I'm like, man, you know, uh, this is what I believe in. I'm, I'm big. I'm believing family. I believe in protection, protecting my family, protecting yeah. my own division. <clears throat> I believe in royalty because you know royalty. I, everybody wanna. And that's another thing. Our slogan is live life like gods because not only are we living life for today, we live in life for eternity. We want to make sure that uh, yeah. we're leaving something, we making sure our name leaves leaves a mark, making a mark on the world. We tie that mm-hmm. back into college with Dale State. Yeah. And so it just, all that together, cumulative, it just helps me and my cousin mesh together because we... we, we First cousins, so we always done everything together yeah. pretty much growing up. And so we kind of got the same mindset. So by us having the mindset of having this a family-owned business, eventually we want to start bringing in family to start doing different things with the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to harmony, we got we to, gotta, in order for this thing to work, we got to be on the same page. Everybody got to be moving in the same direction. And that's what I'm about. All my friends, we all all in alignment. We all just moving in the same way. But got different goals and things like that. But it's it's harmony, it's harmonic. Everything is coming together. So that's kind of yeah. how my morals and stuff, imp, you know, impacts the brand itself. Yeah, no, no, facts. Now, um, with, with saying all that, you know, make me think about like just you say, you know, the brand, um, you know, having those values. You and your cousin working together. How did you go about? And I'm asking this question because a lot of times they'll say, "Don't go into business with friends or oh, family, yeah, or definitely. don't room with friends, or don't room with family." Mm-hmm. So for those who may be out there and may be like, "Oh, I want to start a clothing line with my cousin," or "Oh, I want to start this, um, you know, this website or whatever with my cousin," right. but they they're you know they're skeptical due to that stereotype. Mm-hmm. So talk about how you know you all make sure you know the business doesn't get in the way like your family bond. So it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of, I guess, it, I don't want to say it's kind of cliche, but it, if, it'll if it work as long as you work. It'll yeah. work as long as you have, like in the beginning, like I said, me and my cousin, we always wanted to be in business together. We always wanted to do something together growing up. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we have we built cars together, everything. Like, we were just moving in units since all our lives, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, man, if we're going to do this, we got we to make sure we do it right. Because yeah, right, we've right. had family members that went into business and things didn't go good. So we like, man, if we're going to do this, we took the lessons and mistakes that other family members made yeah. and said, man, we seen them do this. We're not going that route. Right, right. It's going to be business. Business is business. Family is family. Because we, mm-hmm. we, we know how to separate the two. Yeah. So that's so that, that's just how it is. Like that we just, we, we just... We just work. Like I'm, I'm the business side. Of, I think of myself as the business side of the business. My cousin, he's the designer. All these nice designs and things that you see, the different pieces of clothing. 
that's his department, but I'm handling things in that as well when it comes right. to finances and things like that. Right, right. So we both play our own role. That, I guess that's what it is. We, yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's we know, like, we know our, we know our role exactly. He's this is his lane. This is my lane. I'm not gonna step in his lane right. and on his toes because this is what he do. He went mm-hmm. to school for this, and then he's not gonna step into my lane because I went to school for this. And I ain't just because I went to school. We just got the different experiences and things, right. and so you know, it just all it it just works. Honestly, man, it just yeah. and it's a and it's a beautiful thing because me and him, like I said, we're so close, and the fact that we are able to build this together and actually see things come about from this mm-hmm. and from our ideas, it's just like, dang, man, like this. This side right here. Yeah, yeah. And outside of, you know, like, sales, of course, that being important. Like, mm-hmm. how do y'all measure success, though? You know, outside of, like, oh, we got 21 orders this week. You know, that's good. But what other areas do you measure success? Like, is it by, oh, dang, we just got an order from a state that never ordered us mm-hmm. before or something like that? So, I would say, I guess, so I guess I'm going I'm to just speak for me on this part when it comes to measuring success. Well, I guess it's hand in hand. So, for me... uh we, when we came into this, we like, man, we 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 already knew we not about to jump out there. And as soon as we launched, we about to have a million followers. Everybody about right, to be right. on it. We knew that it was a slow grind. Yeah. We know he had to put the work in, and that's what that's what that's what I'm about. That's what we have. Like our our work ethic speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And so we like, man, we we know we got to put the work in, and yeah, <laughs> I forgot what you said. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> But now, nah, like just just measuring the success. Yeah, measuring success. My bad. <laughs> Outside of the sales. So yeah, so we knew that. <laughs> we knew that coming into this that we it was it wasn't a race. Well, we see every we see other clothing lines and companies in our in in the city, and we we knew that we couldn't. We're not in competition with nobody. We're not competing with nobody. We just knew that we had to run our own race. Yeah. Eventually, our time will come, and so. Man, we we about to so we just we just did okay so this is something right here, so we doing it we do everything online. So last year, uh, last summer, uh, you friend y'all was pushing this like man you need I need to do pop shop you need to do pop shop yeah. So for like maybe a year and a half, two years we was doing solely everything online. It was a slow grind, and then we started doing we branched out our comfort zone and started doing pop shops. So that was doing a pop shop and having our first one. It was very successful. It wasn't, yeah, and not that. in terms of like just making money, but it, being able to actually get in front of the people and see the different reactions and right. be able to talk. It's like, dang, man, this is this all right. Like, you know, people are behind us. Right, right. And so that that right there is like a, a measurement of success in itself because that's something, even though it's small, it's something that's impactful along this journey. Yeah. That small that thing right there is gonna help grow and just compound and compound over time. And so Yeah. So that so that's one thing. And then another thing, when we say this is this is not a race, we've been in business for two and a half years, coming up on three years. Mm. We've been that's doing crazy. I feel like it's been man, longer it's than crazy, that. right? I thought it was longer than that. Nah, two so it's it's the two pandemic and a half years. don't make everything. Yeah. Feel so we're coming up weird. on year three. So a measurement of success is we all we know Right, we, you want to get that 500th order, right? So we we ain't really panicked. I haven't really been tracking it, but I've been tracking, you know, seeing it here and there. So we about to come up on our 500th online order, excluding mm. pop up shop. And so that's like something right there, you know. It's big, right? Because right? like, man, as as time goes on, it's like, man, this is really working. 500 people 
have placed orders or not even people we've received 500 orders from returning customers mm-hmm. new customers stuff like that and it's like dang like this is really growing and we can really see if we continue to push ourselves and continue to put out quality material and things like that yeah. and telling our story that we it's only gonna grow but it's only gonna get bigger so that's that's how we that's how i measure my success you know i just take it a day at a time uh have small goals, tasks, and things like that. Once I knock out this goal, dang, I knocked that out. Yeah. What I'm going to do next? Yeah, keep it going. Like, you know, just take it bit by bit. Take it a day at a time and just know that it ain't a race. So we just out here just trying to get it. <laughs> just right now. Yeah. For real, that, that's what's up, bro. Like, you know, I think everybody always say how entrepreneurship, like, it's not easy. Oh, nah. Or, like, you nah. just see the results, but you don't see what a person went through, mm-hmm. like, to really get through those steps. Exactly. And it's like, you know, you print, you know, you bring it up, like, you know, start off with this amount of orders, now you get more orders. Mm-hmm. So, have you got to the point where, I'm mean, what well, I even have you got to, because I know you kind of shared this with me before, but, like, talk about, like, those times when it's like, you know, you're praying for the success, you're praying mm-hmm. for stuff to go good, and then, like, y'all might get a bunch of orders. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it ain't to say that you ain't ready, but you might just, you might just come out of left field, mm-hmm. like... How do you go about that? Because as everything you're talking to, for those listening don't know, it's like you still have a job at 9 to 5. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so it's like, you know, outside here at 9 to 5, if you got these orders coming through, how do you make sure you navigate to, like, still, you know, stand on like stand on your 10 toes as the CEO of your company? So it comes with down to, to balance, honestly. Uh, so, and that, it's crazy because when I got my job that I'm at now, yeah. that was the one thing that actually is like, I told him I got a business. It's like, yeah. how are you going to be able to, to balance work and business? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, it's, it's going to get done because I, I need y'all to help fund what I got going right, on. Right. So I'm, it's, <laughs> no, I'm not messing up with what right. I got here. And so, exactly. And so it's, it just, so say for instance, right, we, oh, for my, my birthday in January, uh, my, one of my idols, I would say in the, in the clothing business, yeah. Uh, Devlin Carter, he gave me a shout out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm celebrating my birthday in Dubai. So next, I wake up the next day and I see I got orders, crazy orders. Like we yeah. blew, like it, was, <laughs> it went crazy. And so I'm like, dang, all right. So I told my cousin, I'm like, yo. And then, like I said, I'm, it's not just me; it's me with my cousin. So when I'm not able to pick up or do orders or fulfill orders, my cousin's able to fulfill orders. So it's, it works hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And so. My cousin, I'm like, he was like, all right, man, we got all these orders. I'm getting everything ready. So I'm going to be able to do this amount. But when you come back, you're going to have to do this amount. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. As soon as I got back, his his half was already finished. Yeah. I got home. As soon as I got off the plane, went right to my to our to our compound, right at our grandmother's garage, mm-hmm. <laughs> and got to work. And just putting things, you know, just getting it out because the people had to get their stuff. And so I go. To, that just goes back to say you going to make time for what you want. Right. I get up some mornings. I don't got to be work till 10. So I get up some mornings at 6, go to the gym, go to my grandma's house by 7, crank out some orders, as many orders as I can mm-hmm. before it's time for me to go to work. When I get off work, if it's an order that just came in, because I like to get things out quick. I don't like people waiting around for stuff. Right, right. So if I get off work, I'm yeah. like, all right, I got an order or two. Let me run home right quick and just ship this out. Even though that order not going to get shipped that night, it's going to get shipped the next morning. It's already prepared. The person already got their label, yeah. stuff like that. So it's like just just making time for it. Because like, eventually, I want to go full time with this. Yeah. So these habits and different things that I'm trying, getting up early to go knock out orders and do things. When I get off work uh, or it's late at night, I'm still able to put time in and yeah. get this, get what I do, what I got to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what, 
Yeah, that's what that's that's how it is. Yeah, and that's you what gotta I do. I was about to go into that question next. Uh, was saying, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a black owned company, yeah. small company, we all know. And like I've had, I would say I had more good experience than bad experiences. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that. Well, sometimes with companies, you know, you order something, it's like, man, you might not get your stuff like six oh, weeks, yeah, yeah, seven yeah, weeks. No, yeah, for, but for I fact. always appreciate that about you, like, because if I order when I'm in Florida, DC, whatever, like, I always, like, get it in time. But mm-hmm. it's like some places I've ordered before, and it's like, I'm talking about three, four weeks. So, like, for you saying it's like just putting in the time, but for somebody who's, like, maybe starting their clothing, because like, I'm sure you probably know this avenue. Yeah. What are some ways, like, that a person could make sure they can avoid that. Meaning that if they don't have the extra time, they might got nine to five, they might uh-huh. got two kids, three kids. So as a person that's an entrepreneurship and selling goods, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure they can outsource, but like, what would you like advise somebody on that to avoid that mistake? Cause that really would make you not want to order from a company. Yeah, you know, definitely I, no matter how much you like it or love it. Like, Oh yeah, it's happened to me. It, it's, oh, yeah? it still happens to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but at the end of the day, I'm like, man, and y'all are two man show though. Too, right? Well, y'all are two man show. So and so it's just being him. And so, but, so, like, all right. But this is why it's important to tell a story. So, y'all listening, y'all stuff a little delayed. It's only two people sitting. Like, think about that. Yeah, it's, it's just people. us two. And we both got nine to five. So, it, it's, it's, it gets rough sometimes. But it just all, just for, like, aspiring entrepreneurs and just and for us as well. It Yeah, I'm, I keep saying, you, you know, you're going to make time for what you for what you want. But. It's proper things that you can put in place in case you don't have that time. Yeah. So if you're getting ready to, if you're selling the product, if you're getting ready to release that product or something like that, make sure you already have a certain amount of products already finished. Uh, instead of doing like a made-to-order type of thing. Right. Set aside, like, okay, I'm about to release these things on Friday. All right. I know I probably got an hour out of my day this week because I might got my kids or whatever your situation might be. You might got 30 minutes. Utilize that time. You got more time than you actually really know. If you go on your iPhone and look at your screen time, I'm pretty sure you spend about six, seven hours on Instagram. Yeah. And you, even though you might be at work or whatever, but you could have been doing something else. You could have been preparing your mailing labels. You could have been uh, getting bags together, different things like that. So it's just if you got things going on, you just gotta kind of take. Put it in. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. take it, take it slow. But at the same time. If this is what you really want, like a lot of people, they they have brands, they have uh, businesses and stuff like that, just to do it as like a just to yeah. grab money and yeah. stuff like that. But if this is something that you really want to really do, you gonna make you gonna make the time. You yeah. gonna make sure that the job gets done and that your customer is happy with your product right. at the end of the day. Right. Because if it's your idea and you believe in it, you are gonna really stand. Exactly. Like you you it's no you have no choice because because that, that at that point you just lying to yourself. Yeah. And you know, like you said, if you waking up early in the morning, like, oh, let me use these three, four hours yeah. before work and put it in, like that show how much you care and about sacrifice. It. Yeah, I mean, it's even like you know, I relate to it with the podcast. It's like it's stuff that like it's times where like I'm doing it and doing it. Yeah. It's times where like, dang, I wish it could be this, or I wish I could get this in you. But it's like, yo, you gotta just keep doing what you're doing until mm-hmm. you know you get to that step. Exactly. But um, I'm gonna transition a little bit too, man. Like talking about uh, the company, creative process, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I've been doing on the show, and one thing you know that everybody <laughs> know about me is just like music. So I think okay. like when they always say you could tell a lot about a person about certain things. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like you could tell a lot about a person about the music they listen to, right. who they top artists. So um, I know because personally knowing you, but like in that creative process, you know, with all of us, if we working yeah. out, we want some music. Some people maybe doing homework, you want music. Doing work, like yeah. you want music. So talk about like what you playing like to keep you motivated. If it's getting in the gym or. Going, you know what I'm saying, in the okay. war room, preparing them orders. Like, what you got cranking? Okay, so 
when I'm in the office getting the work done, cranking up them old, I'm throwing on Future. Off yeah. rip. Like that <laughs> off rip. Future is my, is, is my top. Next, under, under Wayne, of course. But Future is my top. I'm throwing on the Future. And then if I'm in the gym, throwing on the Future, I'm throwing on the little baby. Little baby, he going to talk to you. He really going to make you, mm-hmm. you know. Throwing on the Dolph. Dolph going especially, <clears throat> Dolph especially when we preparing orders. When I'm preparing orders myself, yeah. especially. Because Dolph, Dolph, he talking that blueprint. talk. Exactly. He talking, that, he talking <laughs> that talk on how to get money. And you know how to you know how to be a hustler, and yeah. so that's basically when you got a business and when you an entrepreneur, you you a hustler. You got better on yourself, exactly. Because no, really if you don't better on yourself, nobody else will. Right. And you so got to show people you better. You yourself. got to, you got to, and so like that's I'm them that's that's what I'm throwing on. Oh, and then when I wanna when I, when it's like probably like at nighttime when I'm preparing the order and stuff yeah. like that, I might throw the Wale on, because yeah. that's that's my oh, man. But a lot of people be sleeping on my man, but. He yeah, got, he got, yeah, he wanted them for sure. He has a nice catalog, so I throws that on. Definitely. My cousin, he he loved Wale too, so we definitely be in the in the, in the office vibing out to that. Just you know, just to get our mind right. Yeah. Because when you when you get in that flow, when you get in that rhythm, uh, you want you know you just it just it just feels good. It makes the environment good. Right. You preparing these orders like okay yeah I got this order right here. It's going out to this person. They're gonna be happy when they get this joint because I'm happy preparing it for them. And so it's just it the music it just gives you that that. That mood, that uplifting, right, right, get you on your grind. Yeah, for real, yeah, for real. and we know music, especially hip hop, like you know, what I'm saying, has an impact. Yeah, and it kind of made me think about you know just being in the fashion lane. Like, mm-hmm. how does you know like the hip hop culture impact like your designs and your brand? Meaning that we know like sports, entertainment, you know, music mm-hmm. it drives fashion so right. much. So you know, like, how does that like how does the hip hop world impact like you know, what I'm saying like because it's like we know if it's a future Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dirk, whoever, like when they hat. People could set trends. Future yeah. made the the uh, fedora hats exactly. cool. Uh, Quavo tucking in the shirts, mm-hmm. the trucker hats, you know. So like, talk about how the music like industry like impacts like some of your designs because it's part of our culture. That's yeah. what you're gonna see where it first more than like. And it's crazy because when when me when my cousin one of the prop things that he does when he's uh, preparing the designs. He goes to look at what new shoes about to come out. Mm. You know, growing up with, as smart. kids, all everybody. We had the new shoes, and then especially in college, when you had the new shoes, you need something. You need a nice shirt. Or you need something to go with it, because it's not that many clothes out here that's going to match your shoes or whatever. Right. So that's one of the main things that you know we look for. Like, all right, what shoes is about to come out, so we can determine what colorways we want to go with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like I said, like what you said, uh, how does the, the hip hop culture and things influences that? Just like you said, with uh, future setting the trends with the fedora has stuff like that. That just helps us kind of keep up to date on what's going on, right? Because, exactly. like I said, it's just me and him. We both got our own. Me and my cousin, we both have our own job and stuff. So it's kind of hard to figure out what's the next thing that's going to pop or whatever. Exactly. So by using using the hip hop influences and things like that, it's like okay, we see this person got this Quavo tucking his shirt in with this type of shirt. Okay, if we do this type of design, that's going to go with these shoes. And we do a photo shoot or something like that. We can do the the tuck in shirt look to see okay who going if, if people going to like that. Know that, let people know that they can wear things different ways. Right, right. So just using their ideas with our ideas, and it just like that's how we you know how we navigate the field of fashion because fashion is fashion is everything. Fashion yeah. is everywhere, and so you know you you get ideas from different things. You could be walking outside and you can see oh dang it that's all right. Let me see if I could do something with this or I like that color or yeah, you know yeah. just different so things so right. the hip hop culture and stuff it just helps us 
it just helps guide our vision and bring our ideas to life in a, you know, better. Yeah, no, for sure. And who are your fashion influencers? Like, if it's a person or a brand or... I know you mentioned earlier, you know, mm-hmm. with, uh, Devlin, but, like, um, is it, like, a... You know, I mean, you got the Ralph Lauren, the Pharrell's, mm-hmm. all these Virgil's, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, who are some of your influences? I would say... I mean, honestly, I, I'm a plain Jane type of guy. You know me. Yeah. I don't, I'm plain Jane. Yeah. I don't do too much. So when it comes to, and I like to be comfortable, and so I'm just gonna take that back, take that to Puma. Puma, yeah. I look that's right, Puma. Puma. That's I love Puma. I got mm-hmm. Puma socks right there, but I love Puma. So, um, you know, I like to take, I just mod mold things around how I want my company to be. So like Puma, uh, G Star, um, Versace, uh, different thing, different brands like that or companies like that. Those are pretty much who I always look towards for different advice and different ideas yeah. because those are, I wear their clothes all the time, not Versace and stuff all the time, but I wear Puma and different things like that, Nike all the time. It's like, okay, they've already made it and they've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously doing something right. right, right. <laughs> so I'm just going to use, yeah. not use what they got, but you know, just Take bits and pieces and kind of figure out how they how they running things. Even though you might, I don't really know them personally. Like, okay, right. I'm just outside looking in. I see y'all doing this. I see how y'all running y'all ads. I see how y'all taking different photos and stuff. So, that's those are the people that kind of like influence me in terms of like big name brands. Also, um, my man Beanie from around my way, Riggs. He has his own company, ICNT Apparel, and so he is. He's a motor, an influencer and a motivator for me yeah. because he just opened up his own uh, clothing store in Rhode Island Avenue. Oh, wow. And so that's, oh, yeah. I mean, we talking yeah, about and so that's it's huge. Him, and so yeah. he he be grinding every day. I'm seeing him, and I'm like, man, we come from the same neighborhood, the same place, and my man out here getting it, and he got his own store. And, stuff. and I just I kind of look up to him in a sense because he really out here doing it, and it kind of shows me that if, if, if he could do it, I could do it too. Mm-hmm. So that's just, uh, yeah, those are kind of the people who I kind of keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's solid, man. And, like, you know, speaking of that, what does fashion mean to you? Mm. And I ask that because, like, you know, like, growing up, even myself, like, mm-hmm. it's funny, like, growing up in D.C., like, I always, and shout out to my parents. I had my parents. They always got me my clothes I needed, whatever. But, like, growing up, I used to always be, like, fresh. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, a rep I had. Middle yeah. school, I was best dressed. High school, you had a uniform, so you wearing like that. But like growing up, I'm just it's like, oh, you getting clothes and wearing. Right. And sometimes I think it's like you influenced by my, your family. My father used to dress like real fly back in the day, so I think that does it too. But I asked that because I remember one day, uh, like we were just talking about Dolph. I was watching his documentary, and he was saying like how he was so big on fashion because his grandmother was like, yo, like before you open your mouth, like people already think something about you, how they see how you dress. Like right. it's almost like a statement you making without talking. So that's why I'm asking you, like, what does fashion mean to you? Like, some people put on a fit maybe because it's like, sometimes when I put on a fit, people are like, where you going? It might mm-hmm. be like, yo, I just felt like putting on the fit today. Right. Like, you know, like you look good. good you feel yeah, good. Exactly. So, like, what does fashion mean to you? Like, is it like, like you said, you playing Jane, but like, just the thought of getting fly or mm-hmm. somebody say, hey, man, go 50 bands. You could go shopping spree. Like, mm-hmm. what's your, like, mean? Like, how does fashion make you feel? Because even for me, like, if I go get a new fit today, I know it's going to make me feel good. Yeah. And then it's like, I got to think, where am I going to wear it? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, I might just wear it. Just wear it. Yeah. Wear it out, yeah. <laughs> so, like, say all that to say, though, like, yeah, what does the fashion mean to you when you think about it? I mean, when I think of fashion, fashion, to me, is, is comfortability. It's sim- simple. Uh, yeah. It's unique. Uh, 
and it's something that, that kind of stands out. So me, like I said, I'm I'm plain Jane all all my life. I ain't never really wore designer. Uh, when I was in tech, everybody getting the new phones and stuff like that. Yeah. Me, Moja, and Jalen, we on the we on the Reeboks. Right, right, right. We doing Reebok Z techs. We yeah. had all the different <laughs> colors of techs. So it's like. It's in, in those them jokes was crack them jokes yeah. was like that yeah. but a lot of people they cause they Reeboks they really weren't looking towards that but I'm just like man no fashion isn't the to me fashion isn't always having the highest like the, the most expensive clothing right. the most it's expensive the most, yeah. shoes the the bigger name brand it ain't it ain't all about that it's all about yeah they say it ain't on you it's in you exactly yeah, and it's it's all about how you put it together you can go you can go to the thrift store and and put and get some. I've got man. Hey, so I was a dress bro, like, you can go to the thrift like, store and get blazes. some stuff, man. What? You need a good tailor, you right? Good tailor. And you could. exactly a good tailor, you good. But it's like with fashion, to me, it's just like man, it's it's just it's it's whatever I make it. Yeah, pretty much like because right. I'm a, I want to be comfortable. Because it's be like simple. you're almost an artist and creative in a exactly. sense. Like I some I it's funny like I think that when you're younger, more in, in your ten years, you mm-hmm. more care about. Uh, more people you care about what people think or you yeah, care about what exactly, the trend yeah. is but like now I be like like I wear what I like yeah, like I literally like I be and then like for me too I never like wearing what everybody else wears mm-hmm. so like, as you mentioned the designer even with the designer the people that do the designer I like designer here and there I don't yeah. wear it all the time but like specifically when I get designer it's like I'm looking at the Fendi's and the super super yeah. higher ones cause yeah. I'm like I don't want to get what everybody else gets exactly. but it's like I'm not going to buy Fendi every other month because mm-hmm. you know it's, it's, that's out of my price range right. but I treat myself to something right now and yeah. then, like that's something I'm going with but I hate like now I just feel like now and the internet has done this though Everybody dresses so similar. It's like yeah. the fashion expression has changed a little bit. Everybody got you the know? same look. Like you said, it's like it might just be Balenciaga, Mary, Fendi, all in one fit, but it might not even look that lit. But, exactly. And like people tagging and oh, whole fit fifteen hundred. But like you said, like nah. I think being from DC, that's one thing we have always prided ourselves oh, yeah. on. You know, we was wearing a New Balance, made that our style. Mm-hmm. Um, before even now with you with Laher, you know, we had madness all days. Right. We always had like our own local fashion. So exactly. I feel like we always had our own thing. And um just think about what you just were saying, you know, what it mean to you. I'm now thinking like, man, when are we gonna get a Lahara fashion show? Man, <laughs> so we my cousin, we've we we talked about having a fashion show two years ago. But we trying to you know, we gotta make sure that we got one the following Enough following, enough awareness that people will come out to the fashion show. Yeah. I ain't not trying to have a fashion show. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I wouldn't try to have a fashion show with like 10, 20 people. Right, like, yeah, I would like to really like have nice. more people. So the fashion show is definitely something that we want to have down the line for sure. But the thing is, when we do the fashion show, we don't just want to do this a regular fashion show right. where, where yeah. it's just uh, T-shirts, more. different little things. Like Because right now, we're... Uh, I kept, we put ourselves in the category of like a streetwear streetwear brand. Right, right, right. So eventually, in the next couple years or so, we're gonna convert. We're still gonna be a street brand. But we're gonna convert over to our luxury side brand. Yeah. So the luxury side, that's when we gonna have our custom made jeans, our, our custom shirts, our custom different all types of custom garments that's actually being sewn together and made and stuff like that. So leather jackets, denim, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so when we when we branch over into that lane. That's when we want to, you know, come out like, man, this is this is what we got. Like, right. We got the streetwear, and then we got the luxury. We got the luxury. So, but I mean, so when you say luxury, you thinking like more like 
It's like casual fits, multi-fits, like so, all microwaves to dinner, microwaves mm-hmm. to head, like that type of luxury. So when it turns, yes, exactly. So when it turns luxury, so right now, let you right now, uh, we got polo shirts coming out. Yeah, and so, they got a style to style, but they got a ring to it, like La Hera Luxury. Yes, or luxury La Hera Luxury. That's nice. Luxury. The hair looks. Yeah, the, Ooh, lu- the luxury, the, the luxury looks. line, luxury. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. that's, that's solid. That's alright. You said polos is coming out. Yes, polos, okay. polos, polos coming out. Uh, definitely gonna have those for the fall. But when we we gonna do suits, I like to wear suits. So we gonna have uh, custom suits, lu- nice luxury suits coming from Italy, like Portugal, like them ni- mm. nice quality. Like we gonna that's tap into right. that lane. Yeah, you don't realize you don't see that a lot. You don't, and so we just want to be different, and so yeah. that's what we. That's the route. We would like to go when we do a fashion show. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, we can get somebody, you know, whoever's watching it. Y'all might have a fashion show upcoming. Yeah, reach out to us. We got some pieces for sure. Right, right. But uh, when we have our own fashion show, yeah. we, we just want it to be, like, on the next level. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. This guy. Fran Weez just walking, <laughs> This guy. <laughs> that's the future guest on here. But, nah, that's what's up, bro. Like, so... You know, man, all these questions, bro, thinking about fashion, like, I mean, I'm already going to ask about expansion, but you already mentioned expansion. Mm-hmm. What is, like, what right now is you, your cousin, as, as business owners, what's the biggest challenge y'all facing right now? Mm-hmm. That, like, if you could just fix with you, money, whatever, like, what's the, what's that challenge right now? The biggest challenge? I would say, I would say the biggest challenge right now is, oh, yeah. The biggest challenge right now is trying to stay consistent with our women's uh, like clothing. Oh, okay, okay. So it's easy for us to come up with designs and clothes and stuff for men because that, that's who we are. So yeah. when it comes to women, it's it's totally different. Women come in different shapes and sizes. Um, the material that you that women yeah. wear for certain things is, is different than what men will wear. Right, right. So and we don't have a woman right now on the team yeah. that's on the fashion side that's able to help with that. Do that right. So we going we sending ideas to each other. We like, hey, yeah. what, what you think about this? <laughs> like, man, I, I think that's cool. I think we go with that. But it's like the things that we see, other people might not like. Might not like so it, so I'm, I'm just glad that I have, or we both have like a nice little network that we can reach out to. Right. So when we got an idea, we come up with like three, four different things we're thinking about doing. Yeah. I'm shooting a text to my closest friends that are women. I'm like, hey, like, do you like this? Yes. What, what's your opinion on this? Do you like this? Do you like that? Right. And they give me feedback every single time. And and I, and I appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all. If I've ever shout out to the Lahara ladies, man. If I ever sent you anything asking for your opinion, I definitely appreciate it. But so right now, that's what our biggest challenge would be is trying to stay consistent with that. Yeah. Because there was a point in time when we released uh, our first women's set. Yeah. We sold out. Right, right. I then we that. doubled back. Gone, right? Yeah, we sold out. Then we doubled back and got some more. Sold out again. And so it was like, and then we we kind of slowed down because we don't know what women are wearing in the fall. Like we're not doing dresses <laughs> and skirts yet. Sweet. <laughs> so, right. But um but that's the women's line is like our biggest challenge right now. And I feel as though we're gonna be able to overcome that within the next couple of months or so because it's getting to a point where we definitely need to have someone right. someone on the team. Yeah, especially for fashion. Man, too. what? That can help. So in the next coming months that's gonna be, you know, buttoned up. Yeah. But ladies, we definitely still got something coming for y'all this yeah. summer and we hope y'all gonna like it. Yeah, and, and it's something I've been wondering too lately. Like, how do you, like you just mentioned, the first thing sold out? 
How do y'all go about knowing if y'all want to need to re-release something? Man. Or do y'all think about like, should we re-release this or like, should we just be like maybe later? Man, so we, so I'm be honest, we we just got organized in a, in a uh. sense. So we've been organized when it comes to like business stuff like that, but I'm talking about organized of being ahead of the seasons. So when we sold out that set, we getting clothes. So we getting we have a manufacturer, so we getting clothes from overseas. So we can't just get those clothes in from like Amazon Prime in a couple of days. Right. These clothes take a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so, depending on the product or what's being made. So it just it's just a little like it's just a little difficult. So by, by me saying we wasn't organized, we would order something in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Say we order something in uh, July. Mm-hmm. It probably don't come until maybe like August, the first week of August. Right. By that time, you only have September, the August and all of September to to get it to yeah, sell it, yeah. and then think if you're gonna go up and re up again. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, we there's been instances where our shipments were late, or we would release a product towards the end of the summer that yeah. really ain't make sense to release, but we just did it anyway. So that's kind of. Uh, that's kind of like that's like that's it's just it's just a lot. Yeah, it's just a lot. But we like I said, we're getting better now. We've, we're way ahead of the seasons right now. Right. And so going forward, we just know that that's only going to being being organized that way and being ahead of the season. I'm ordering I'm ordering stuff in the summertime and I'm ordering stuff for the summer in the winter. Yeah, I'm ordering samples because when you order a sample. Samples cost, yes, but you need that sample in order to, to make yeah. sure the product is hitting. You want your quality and consistent and your everything to be on point. Right. So I'm gonna do everything in the winter getting ready for the summer. Or I'm gonna do everything in the summer to get ready for the winter. You just gotta be ahead of it. Yeah. And so that's just yeah, I mean it's 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 a lot, but everything is, is, is getting a lot better, ten times better. Yeah. And a lot more organized and a lot more focused. Right, right. Because man, I'm trying to I'm trying to quit. Take like, it to, man, yeah, I'm trying to go full level. time. I'm trying to yeah. go full time. Take it to the next level. Yeah. Shout out Rich and Zay. I'm yeah. trying to go full time. <laughs> and so, um, like, we, you just got to, we, we just got got to get it right. Yeah, by any means. That's but, the, you yes, know what indeed. I mean? Like, you got to stay focused with it. Yes, indeed. And that's like, um, you know, one thing, too, as you mentioned, the process, though, I want to ask is like, um, you know, I think for pricing, y'all do yeah. a, a, a great job. Having affordable prices, mm-hmm. but like, how do you all go about pricing? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, considering where we at today with inflation, like, do we see an increase coming? So, so the way I'm asking for personal reasons, y'all. That's really what I'm asking. It don't so, have nothing to do with y'all. So we uh, need to know what I'm not going to order. And order. <laughs> so the price, the price has always been uh, <laughs> the price has kind of always been like a uh, like a two way street. So my customer say say we doing hats or something like that. So. We time, we take first first and foremost we're gonna take into account how much it costs to get made, okay. how much it costs for shipping, add that all together, and then how much we got. So that's how much that costs is. That's gonna determine how much we're gonna charge. Yeah. So we don't we don't want to sell a uh, a t shirt t shirt like this. Yes, we 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 put our our work and our pride mm-hmm. and everything into this product. But that don't mean I'm about to charge you seventy dollars for this well, shirt. Right, right, like right. I want it to still be affordable. I'm not trying to make a two hundred percent of uh, you know return yeah. on on, the, on my customers because I want people to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we always just try to at least make at least make half of our money back when we selling the products, mm-hmm. if not a little bit more. But we just want to keep it kind of keep it competitive with right. everyone else that's right. out because it's 
it's clothing brands everywhere. It's clothing yeah. companies everywhere. You can if you see a shirt from me, I'm like oh man, dang, he charging fifty for this shirt right here. Yeah, yeah. I can go get this same shirt from for, uh, for thirty dollars from H and M or something like that. Right. So you know you want to, you just want to compete as much as possible. Right, right. But don't overprice where you know you are, people are taking their eyes away from that. Nah, they taxing. I ain't about to shop with them. Yeah. So yeah. that's where it kind of just all comes. But we just wanted to be. Starting out, we wanted to, man. We wanted to make sure that our clothing was affordable, right? Because uh, I ain't had two hundred, three hundred dollars to go buy a shirt, like yeah. and like and people was to get it, right? So it's like, nah. Like when I was trying to buy shirts when I was in college, we needed to fit for Friday for our party that night. Yeah. I'm going to go get a ten dollar, fifteen dollar right, shirt, right. <laughs> and the shirt like that, and like I'm not about to go spend three. I ain't had that money, yeah. So I'm not about to. If I didn't have it like that, I'm not about to put my make my consumers. Go through the you same. Need to go through the same thing because they might not got it like that, and they might not be looking for to spend three hundred, four hundred on a shirt. So, so how do you make that the, the tough decision to you know like pretty much when you leveling up, mm-hmm. like I say, come with price. So like if mm-hmm. you leveling up, you increasing it. How do you make sure you don't lose those core supporters? Even if you like, yeah. look, man, we providing way better quality. These mm-hmm. the best cotton t shirts you could ever get. But how do you like be like, all right, the shirts went from twenty five, and now it might be fifty five, like. Mm-hmm. What do you? What would you do as an entrepreneur to like make people understand that? And I think what you're doing now is mm-hmm. actually helping that. It's telling the story and yeah. having people more inside because it's like, all right, we're not just spending money on a shirt. We're right. spending money to help Domo keep this joint rolling. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I would say, hmm, what was the question? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nah, I know I was talking to two, but no, pretty much just saying like. If you was to raise your prices as your brand grows, okay. you're getting better quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, those core supporters or those mm-hmm. college students that may be like, you know, I like the 30 to $40 mm-hmm. range shirts, but, like, stuff may go up. Mm-hmm. But it's because you're getting better and right, you provide right. a better quality. Like, how do you make sure you don't lose those people? So, to make sure you don't, to, for us to make sure we don't lose those people is to make sure we still have that same quality that they loved in the beginning. Okay. So, say, for instance, so we're going to, eventually, we're going to, we're going to continue to grow. And like I was yeah. saying, we're going to go into that luxury side. But by us going into that side, we're still going to be putting out clothes that's still going to be in that price range of, you know, our, the core, like where we started at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to, you know, grow and scale up and things are going to get expensive. But as we start scaling up and things get more expensive, certain people will follow that, but certain people will still have that love for the brand and they still want to support that. They're like, okay, I can still... Pay this twenty five, thirty dollars for this shirt. It's still great quality. It's still a fire design. Right. Even though I don't got four, uh, maybe seventy five dollars for something like that, yeah. I'm still going to support because I know I, I believe in the brand, things like that. So I mean, it's it's going to be it's going to be people that follow that price range. Yeah. It's going to be people that that don't. Right. But we want to make sure the people that do follow that price range that we're giving them top quality. We're not right. making you spend eighty dollars on a shirt. As soon as you throw it in the dryer, you got the bacon neck, or right, right, they're like it's right. shrunk or something like that. And so, and then by us leveling up, we still don't want to take away from the quality of the other clothes. Mm-hmm. So by just all having that in mind, it's just like you know we still gonna make clothes for the people that want to spend a little less money, and then right, we gonna make clothes for the people that want to spend more money. Yeah. But the clothes, obviously, the clothes that people want to spend more money is gonna be you know that top tier right. stuff, but. The clothes and the quality in the beginning, you gonna get that same quality that you've been getting from us over time that you love. The comfort, it's comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, it's stylish, 
And so you you're gonna get that. So we we know how to, you know, play take care of both. Right, right. It's it's a balance. It's a balance. No, no, no. That's solid. That's solid, bro. Oh, it's over. So talking about getting more to like people uh, learning about the brand, matter to the brand. Like, what do you all plan to do? Like, as far as marketing, like as you move forward to like make sure like this is getting out. Like, and I say getting out, not just the products, but like the story behind the product. Like, what are you doing? I mean, this is of course. Yeah, I was right just here. about to say that. This is definitely one way. So, but like, do you all have a big marketing plan? Like, move move forward. Man, I'm gonna be honest, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily have like a like a marketing plan, like a marketing strategy. Uh, I take I take bits and pieces from different. Uh, so, say for instance, uh, I bought a course on how to run ads and things like oh, that okay. on Facebook, and Instagram, because that's one of the most. When we look at our analytic, uh, when we look at our analytics, yeah. I see that majority of my uh, the people that's attracting to us is through Instagram, and then I can also see that. I'm still I'm getting a lot of uh, looks through Facebook, but mm-hmm. not as much as Instagram. Right, right, so right. by me buying a course and learning that Instagram marketing, like right. that's everybody's everybody on their phone right now. Everybody's on Instagram, yeah. and Facebook, and stuff like that. And different platforms, TikTok. We just got a TikTok trying to you know explore that world, but just trying to be stay. I guess just trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, I'm me saying we just got a TikTok. Everything right now on Instagram is everybody doing reels. If you go on Instagram, you probably as soon as you scroll on there, you're gonna see a, a video from TikTok that's posted on Instagram. Right. So you see, okay, there's a lot of users using TikTok, you know. So we had to go into that field and try to figure out how can we use this, yeah, and, you know, yeah. and bring the exposure. <laughs> so when it comes, so it comes to um, doing doing ads. Doing pop up shops, being more present in the community. Right. Uh, I just reached out to someone to have to, to be a part of their pop up shop on yeah. in June. So that's going to bring a lot of people. So we're actually putting a face to the name, mm-hmm. uh, actually getting in front of the consumers instead of just strictly being, strictly being behind the, uh, the the phone or behind right. the camera or just only online. So uh, that's one thing. And then also something else. I had an idea is that I'm gonna start. Y'all gonna start seeing. Don't be surprised when y'all start seeing Lahara QR codes and signs mm. at these gas stations on these mm. stop signs, like That's everywhere. Like, like we're gonna t- like how you said we're gonna take it back to the back in the day yeah. when it, with the party promoters and all that. We really beating the streets up, handing out flyers, uh, putting up stickers and different things like that, just to bring that exposure. Like right. that's the that's the biggest thing. Like I was telling, one of the goals by the end of the year, I'm trying to have at least ten thousand followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to do that, we got to stay consistent. Gotta name, yeah. You got to stay consistent. You got to put yourself out there, and you got to you know make people want to not only support you for your brand, but support you for you. A lot of people they're gonna buy. Will support you because of who the who you right. are, and so by us telling our story and people understand that you know we cool regular guys like yeah. we just out here just trying to make a way for our families for ourselves. So a lot of people are going to buy into that. So just being consistent and just being everywhere, pretty yeah. much being everywhere is really what's going to help us, you know, really take it to that next level. Right, right, right. And, and you know, you said something about staying relevant, and mm-hmm. we know one of the main things I think in any industry, especially when you like selling something or yeah. something creative is fashion. Um, like what what role does like do you all have like as far as like making sure you stay connected with the youth because we know like the youth are gonna be the ones that's always driving the trends mm-hmm. driving the wave 
TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. real or less. So right. how do you kind of make sure you kind of make sure, you know, I know it's not the, the main target yeah. audience, but they matter and they oh, kind of yeah, create the matter. trend. So like, how do you kind of stay connected with the youth? Man, I kind of stay, stay connected with the youth by two ways. I got a little brother. Mm-hmm. My little brother, he's getting to the age now where he's, he, he's, he's dibbling dabbing. Like he, he big on shoes. He big on clothes. Like that's, that's his thing. And so I'm paying attention to what he's doing and what he's wearing. Yeah. And, you know, okay, he got like a graphic tee on or something like that. Like, okay, maybe the youngest like graphic tees more than they like regular tees. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's something we need to think about doing later down the road or something yeah. like that to, to, to capture them as well. Right. And then take it back to affordability. Those youngins, they want graphic tees. But, you know, they might not got the bread to spend all this money on something somewhere else. So, we're going to make it affordable so that they can we can capture that audience. They can mm-hmm. spend $10, $15 on a shirt. They, they got that. And so, uh, you know, just being able to take bits and pieces. Then my other cousin, he's a boxer, Shaquille. Okay. He's into... He's into fashion. He's into clothes. He he be in the house making his own stuff with our stuff. Wow, yeah. man! But he he be in the clothes. He be in the house making his stuff. And so I see that he like a lot of reflective stuff. All his friends they be wearing all these different reflective um, shirts and things like that. So we came up with a reflective line last year. Yeah, it's like that. reflective. That's what people were looking for. That's what the kids looking for. Like the youth. So you know, just being just using the resources around us to stay relevant in there era and their generation is you know that's how we we kind of you know stay relevant yeah yeah no no i like that bro um you know man before we close out bro just definitely let the people know one more time what the is what it means um where they can find you website social medias um and if it's something big that you got coming up or something you want to keep a surprise but just let the people mm-hmm. know where to find you so they can support you um make some purchases and continue to watch the brand grow okay so again my name is dominic daly i'm the co-owner and co-founder of Lahara clothing Lahara represents family, harmony, protection, royalty, and vision. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Lahara Clothing. You can follow us on Twitter at Lahara Clothing. You can follow us on Facebook at Lahara Clothing. Everything is Lahara Clothing. L A H E R A Clothing. Um, pretty soon we're gonna have a YouTube channel, so we'll keep down the hush. We got some, we got some things that we're working on. But uh, and then you can also go to our website www.lahara.shop. L-A-H-E-R-A dot shop. Um, but, yeah, that's where you can find us at. And you can, you know, expect big things to come in. We appreciate everybody that's been supporting us thus far. Uh, without y'all, we wouldn't have been or made it to where we are right yeah. now. Like, yeah. we, that man, the, the support, the love. My brother Jalen was telling me the other night. He's like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all making moves. Like, I've been seeing a lot of people around. I'm yeah, like, dang, where you find? So, it's like, <laughs> you know, I just really appreciate yeah. y'all. Uh, from for real, like we really, we really do appreciate y'all, and that's where you can find us at. That's what her mean. This is what we represent. This is what we about. Um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Nah, for sure. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. Definitely appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on here, bro. Proud of you. I'm looking forward to continue to supporting the brand. And um, yeah, like everything you said on this episode, represent the platform in any means. Like yes, what it is, is just people getting to their dreams by any means overcoming those challenges not having fear mm-hmm. um, and more importantly it's like just connecting and you know those people that are listening like if there's some people listening here that may want to model or you may try oh, to restart your line please, or marketing like please definitely reach tap out. in yes yeah tap in with him you know he dropped the handles and then we'll have the handles in the description and everything so appreciate you coming on bro mm-hmm. and uh, keep doing your thing man yes, I look indeed. forward to seeing you win yes indeed no question my man alright
yeah, definitely. So then we need somebody to look up to for who working hard and that shit paying off and they stand down, bang, you know, keeping faith, whatever, whatever. Definitely look to Ed, man. So, yeah, never give up on yourself, bro. A lot of us, you I mean, look up to you from a distance or up close, you know, for our own inspirations and to keep us motivated. So, yeah. Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.